Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back to Today's Issues. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today. I am joined in studio by Fred Jackson and now Steve Jordahl. Hello. Good morning slash good, e- uh, good afternoon to and you, And good evening, Steve. depending on where you are. It's 24-hour world. That's you know. true. That's true. And people could be listening on their AFR app. They could be. Which we encourage you folks to I- download if you have not. And you might be traveling and be away from the radio station, uh, uh, which you normally listen to. Uh, or to which you normally listen, and uh, you can have that uh, that AFR app and listen anywhere you want to go as long as you have high speed, well, a good signal. Let's put it yeah, that rumor way. has it that it's been actually experienced on six of the seven continents. No word on whether the penguins or polar bears in South uh, South Pole of Antarctica have yet figured out. You know, no opposable thumbs. It's kind of hard for them yeah. to download. Are there anything, polar bears but... on the in, on the South uh, South Pole? Well, I'm making the assumption maybe not. Oh, okay. I just thought they were in the north, but I, what do I know? I don't. I okay. This, you know, this because really of climate change, a, there's it, probably no polar bears left, right? Well, I know I'm a reporter, and I know I'm responsible for everything I say being accurate, <laughs> but it wasn't really a scientific. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a throwaway, Ed. It was a throwaway. And actually, we actually have a lot of people listening on the app yeah. uh, in California. Yeah, a place where we have no radio yeah. stations. They're so the, expensive. My family hails used to hail from there, and my mom got a. A uh, text from somebody that said, have you heard Steve Jordahl lately on the radio? Mom says, well, w- until recently, we haven't been anywhere where we can get it. We said, well, you can get it on the app. And she actually showed my mom, which I should have been doing, yes. <laughs> how to get the app and how to log in and how to listen. So, Mom, if you're listening, howdy. Yeah, howdy, going, howdy. Well, going well up in, uh, up in Tupelo. All <laughs> right. That's, that's great, folks. So, and that, and that is a good point. You may be listening to a radio station where you get AFR, in other words, and might not be going anywhere anytime soon where you would need the app, but your friends in different states might not have access to a radio station. Mm -hmm. Please tell them to get the, download the AFR app onto their smartphones or other portable device and they can listen also. And not to be the stick in the mud, but folks, that does not release you from having to witness and tell people about Jesus just because yes. you tell them about the app. It's <laughs> different. That's right. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> hey, by the way, I heard Chris uh, earlier uh, referring to me as legendary. I, I appreciate that, but aren't legends dead? And aren't legends false? Have you ever heard of a true legend? I, I, don't, know. I don't know if that's... You're saying that legends have to be dead? Do you, I don't. I don't. I don't a legend know. that uh, Sleepy Hollow. It's not even true, but it was a long, long time ago. Uh, you know, of, I, that's a good question. I'll tell you what. Since you're a journalist, you should know the answer to it. Well, I don't know. Every, I research and you I find research. out. We'll find out I tomorrow. Think, we'll be on the show. Let us know if legends have to be dead in order to be a legend. Okay, is Chris going to be on the show tomorrow? Yes. Right. Okay. Well, let's make him do it. He's the one that brought it up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Get us started with uh, with the news. All right. I have been kind of keeping an eye on what's going on on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Merrick Garland there has been uh, under fire, um, and we've been waiting. I kind of was waiting to see what Republicans would pounce on him for his treatment of the January sixth rioters that have been held in a uh, granted not a federal facility, but a state facility or a district facility in Washington, D.C. for months and months and months, often without um, representation or a whole bunch of unconstitutional restrictions. So far, as, uh, as much as I heard, they hadn't. 
the Republicans had been talking to him um, about his letter to the uh, regarding the school boards and the domestic terrorists, a lot of those things. Uh, so they've been covering other topics, but not that yet. So I don't have anything to bring in as far as sound, but that's what's been going on in Washington to Merrick Garland. All right. Uh, we did talk about that just a little bit uh, in the previous segment mm-hmm. that he was, you know, asked if they were going to continue to uh, pay attention mm-hmm. to parents. And he's apparently said yes. So yep. we, we I, well, I raged against mm-hmm. the attorney general for a while. Ranted, I said, I should say. All right. What else you got? Um, I know you guys covered a little bit of school board stuff, and I was monitoring the, the hearing. So stop me if you've heard this before. But uh, did we talk about um, Randy Weingarten? Okay. So the whole one of the whole issues with the school board meetings is whether or not they're teaching like critical race theory is one, and then gender is a whole other topic. But CRT, critical race theory, which is uh, for those uninitiated, is the uh, academic uh, theory that says that everybody of color is is oppressed and every white person is the oppressor. Right. It just basically divides everybody into classes of either oppressed or oppressor, and that's right. their whole worldview. It's not something, I mean, you can tell kids that it exists, that's fine, but to, to teach and model your stuff around it, no. And I want you to hear, uh, I want you to hear something. This is a school board meeting, and it is in... Hold on, I'm getting my notes here. It is in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So you're going to hear first, you're going to hear uh, a, a city council meeting, a Zoom meeting. Uh, Mayor Kate Gallego is the one who's talking. And they're going to talk about CRT. And then you're going to hear uh, American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weidgarten uh, right afterwards. Listen to Cut 10. The next resolution is 68 in support of critical race theory in public K-12 education. This resolution outlines the U.S. Conference of Mayors' support for the implementation of critical race theory in public education. Are there any questions or comments on number 68? If not, I move for adoption. All in favor, please raise your hand. Any opposed, please verbally signal nay. The ayes have it. Critical race theory is not taught in elementary schools or middle schools or high schools. I cut out silences where she was asking for the vote. Okay. So it didn't I, happen that quickly. All right. I just didn't My think first was... reaction was, no, you're right. <laughs> that's, that's valuable airtime. Right. I was thinking, wow, she didn't give anybody yeah, an opportunity. Yeah, no, she did. So you cut that out. I cut the silence out. And yeah. then uh, Randy Weingartner was, and this is part of the argument. In, in, in fact, when Condoleezza Rice, we played her comments on The View mm-hmm. yesterday, she wasn't on the View yesterday. We played her comments uh, from her uh, episode on the on the View, where uh, Joy Behar was just denying that mm-hmm. such and such was even taught in mm-hmm. critical race theory, and Condoleezza Rice had to say, "Oh yes, that, it, it is being taught." But one of the arguments is that it's not being taught in schools, and we just heard in Phoenix that mm-hmm. it is absolutely going to be taught. Yeah, and and well. They don't want you to know it's going to be being taught, according right. to Randy Weingarten. Uh, but, uh, yes, it is being taught. And so I know the, this is another issue. The uh, school board letter and such was the issue that they're bringing up with Merrick Garland. And I know you guys talked about the um, Fairfax County helicopter issue, the, the lady. But I want, to, <laughs> I want you to hear what else may be going on in your local school board district. This comes to us from Minnesota. 
Uh, and this is a member of a Minnesota school board, and she's setting some boundaries. A, a gentleman came up and wanted to talk, and uh, she had some requirements. Basically, you have to dox yourself. Or those uh, That means you have to give out personal information to the public that you might not want to give out. And then she put some other restraints on what can be said in this in a school board meeting in this uh, Minnesota, it's in um, Mankato area public schools. Listen, cut 11. I just want to remind everyone this is a business meeting of the school board. It is not a meeting that belongs to the public. Each speaker is asked to state his or her name and address for the record. Failure to do so will result in an individual not being allowed to speak. John, can you give us your name and address, please? Um, my name is John Wickland. I live in Mankato. Could I get your address, please, John? Um, I'd rather not, since you guys Don't have give it your already. Address, you can't speak. And I get so much uh, property damage and eggs and everything else from fun people and their friends. John, to be on the you school need to board. give your address. All right, I live on Fifth Street. Excuse me? I live on Fifth Street. House number? Thank you. <clears throat> All right. She did. He gave it. Effective tonight, the school board will enforce the following guidelines. Open forum participants are prohibited from calling out or addressing any individual school board or school district staff member. If this occurs, open forum will be closed and the individual will not be allowed to participate in future open forums. Crowd noise or any sort of grandstanding during open forum, including applause, talking, hollering, or any outbursts will result in open forum being closed. Further, beginning at the November 1st school board meeting, open forum participation will be limited to those individuals who wish to speak to an item on the board agenda. The board agenda is always made available the Thursday prior to our meetings, and they are always on the district website. What do you think the chances are that there are going to be a, an item on the agenda that says talks about CRT or sexual uh, policies? But yeah. uh, I just want for clarification, did she say you could not address or be negative about any member of the school board? You couldn't call by name? them out? You couldn't or, call them out by name. Or the school board. Or the, well, you, I think as, as a school board, you could say the school board has done this and this and this, but you can't say, Joe, you did this and you need to be held accountable. We're okay. going to come after you in the next I election. I might have misunderstood. What, what she said. Listen, it's clear that uh, in liberal enclaves, I'm guessing Mankato in Minnesota is very liberal. The, the state is liberal. Not every city is liberal. We have listeners up in uh, Minnesota. Jan Markell, she's, uh, she, her ministry is up in Minnesota. So there are conservatives, but like other uh, liberal states, they're in the minority. And uh, li listen, in liberal cities like that, I'm guessing it's liberal because of the school board. Uh, they're going to crack down. They they do not. They, this is a real thing. They do not want parents participating in their children's education. Now we've reported on this for years, decades, about how certain school boards will uh, will take your child to get an abortion without parental knowledge. They will teach your kids uh, about sex education. And we may we may have children listening, so I will make this put this in as uh, vague a way as possible. They will hand out certain uh, types of. Uh, now I've painted myself into a corner uh, for protecting sexual activity uh, items that that uh, 
you wear. Okay. Mm. I'm just trying. I'm just trying, folks, to, to remember that we have little kids listening. So this has been going on for decades because the progressive slash regressive mindset is the experts tell you what to think and we will teach your kids and you parents can just stay out of it. And this is another perfect example of their attitude, clamping down, Fred, on anybody's ability to actually get involved and then to force people to dox themselves. Yeah, here's there's a new element in this. You're right to say uh, stuff has been going on like this in our school system for years. Here's the new element in this. We are going to forbid you to challenge or complain about our policies. We know better than you. Terry McAuliffe wants to be the next governor of Virginia. What did he say? Parents, you don't have a right to tell teachers what they can teach. All right? That was not a slip of the tongue. That is a reflection of the thinking of these far-left individuals who believe they are the only ones smart enough to decide public policy and what the country needs. The new element in all of this is we're going to silence anybody who disagrees with us. Right. That's the new element in this. This is the whole memo from the Attorney General of the United States. We are going to intimidate. We are going to silence our opposition. It's what's going on in our military. It's all part of the Biden administration. What's he right. doing in the military? What did the uh, the head of the military say? We're going to investigate, find out what our members of the military are saying on social media, etc. What What's it all about? We're going to find out who likes Donald Trump. Right. We're going to find out who's an evangelical Christian and has Christian views on sexuality, where they stand on homosexuality, all of those sorts of things. We're going to find out who those people are, and they can expect a visit. Yeah. This, this is where we are today. We've been seeing this out of uh, the big tech companies like Facebook and right. everything for a while, but this crosses a different line because this is the government yes. that is now saying that you cannot express those or have those ideas. And I think there's some grave First Amendment concerns, and as, uh, the judiciary still seems to be at least mostly on a level keel. This might be challenged there. The other thing I want to say is uh, I don't know what the political leanings of Mankato County are. They may be liberal. But don't assume because they have a liberal school board that it's a liberal county. Uh, Loudoun County, where all this craziness has been coming out of, is a, is a ra- rather conservative county. But thanks to a lot of George Soros money, they have elected radicals to the school board. And as we already know, the schools themselves, the teachers that come out of teaching college, they're already far left. So you have many of them are many yeah. of them. Right. You could have a, a school board and a school system that is radically different and on the opposite ideological ideological shelf than the rest of the community. Well, that that's that's fair. Uh, that's fair to say. And what it makes me then reply is parents better start. You know, school boards are probably one of those things that everyone just kind of felt safe saying, well, whatever. I'm not a teacher. We'll let the experts, you know, mm. it doesn't matter who you vote to the school board, but that's changing now. So maybe Mankato is conservative. Maybe uh, Loudoun uh, County is mostly conservative. I don't know. But they better start paying attention now to who's on their school board because yeah. the amount of power these people are wielding is growing. Better than that, if you're conservative, run. Absolutely. 
run for the school board and vote these kinds of whack jobs out. If you don't, you you're only gonna you're gonna suffer the consequences uh, of your failure to act. And I think about the the uh, the recall campaign against Gavin Newsom. That joker was reelected by a wider margin, mm-hmm. or he or he, he uh, won the recall election by a wider margin than when he was first put into office. Yeah. And I, I just say, I, I'm sorry for the conservatives who tried to get the guy out, but you see what happened when he was when he uh, beat the recall. Yeah. He went back and doubled down on his liberal policies. It was a real close, uh, it was a fairly close vote, but he took it as a mandate. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. All right, um, uh, well, let's talk about vaccines. Well, it wasn't, sorry. It, it, was, it was like 61-39 or something, wasn't was it? Really? Okay. I think it was. Then it, then it was a mandate, but he still well, shouldn't have been doing what he did. I, I guess I'm, I'm saying I'm sympathetic <laughs> to those conservatives who yeah. say, listen, we tried. Yes. And maybe yeah. in some of these school boards, uh, they're going to say the same thing. Like, we tried to get conservatives on there, but there were there are too many liberals. Then you've got another decision to make. Mm. Am I going to continue to send my kid to the public schools? I, and I, I listen, both of my kids went through public schools growing up uh, here in northeast Mississippi. And I've always been uh, one to say many fine public schools, many fine public school teachers, increasingly as these lunatics get in charge, I'm not sure I would risk it now. But anyway, yeah. that's, that's, that's just me. Can we talk about vaccines for a second? Oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, has voted, at least an advisory panel to them, has voted 17 to nothing with one abstention to recommend the Pfizer vaccine for children ages five and up. And we're told that the administration has procured enough vaccine to inoculate all 28 million five to 11-year-olds in the U.S. They account for roughly 9% of all COVID cases, but we're going to jab them all if they want to. All right, Fred. I'm going to, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, you know, I'm just leaving the show. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best Tim imitation. Okay. What do you, what do you just, think of that, Fred? Um, here's what I'm concerned about. Now that they have this vaccine, there are going to be governors like Governor Newsom in California that are going to say, unless that little five-year-old has a vaccine, they're not allowed to come to the, come to school. This is this is the thing. You know that's coming. It, it's it's going to come. I mean, you have Joe Biden. Uh, within days, his any company over that has more than a hundred employees, uh, they must be vaccinated, or we're going to start fining you, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. So I can see that coming. It may get to that point, uh, Ed. You were just talking about like in places like California where uh, I remember James Dobson, this was years ago, years ago when he was still head of focus on the family. He was saying, it's time to get your kids yeah. out of public schools. And again, we know there are good, some good public school teachers, good public school district. I understand that. But we now have an abundance of evidence of a curriculum that is, that is based on shaping a worldview that is contrary to Christian values. Right. Well, we had, we had, I keep going back to Terry McAuliffe because he's the gift that keeps on giving as far as what he's saying publicly. He is saying teaching about inclusion is just as important as your kid learning math and science. Right. All right. The problem is inclusion is getting in four classes a day 
and math maybe a half a class. So and this, math is being skewed towards social justice as well. Yes, because in Oakland, California, uh, it is racist if you insist that two plus two equals four. Right. Remember, that's I, not a joke. I'm not kidding. Right. Remember, we covered that story. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I'm just predicting, folks. Just mom and dad, be ready for this. Coming to your school may be a mandate for your five-year-old. And vaccinated. I, or they don't come to class. And are they safe? Are the vaccines safe? Well, listen to what a Dr. Rubin, I'm not sure what position he has, but he was on a Zoom call. He's with the FDA. Listen to was what... It, is he, was he on this panel, or is he just with, he's just with the FDA? Do we know? This is a, a, a short six-second clip between him and another person okay. at the FDA, and I'm not sure if he's, what, what he does there. But he is a doctor. And he is with the a medical doctor, and he is with the FDA. And listen to what he says about the safety of the vaccine cut for. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Yeah, um, that's just the way it goes. You know, not going to know how safe it is until we start giving it out, folks. Your kids are going to be the FDA's guinea pigs. We don't know if the gun is loaded until we start shooting at you. Uh, listen, I, I I was sent that that video clip, and now admittedly, it's short. Okay, again, I want to be fair to Dr. Rubin. I don't, I don't know who this gentleman is. I said in our story meeting, I wanted that played. We don't know what was said before. We don't know what was said afterwards. But in my opinion, nothing could be said before or after that clip that makes me feel any better about what he said. Let's, I, I want us to play that again. And, folks, this is someone with the FDA saying we can't know it's a little bit here hard to hear what he says at first he says we don't know how we won't know how safe the vaccines are okay let's play that again so you can catch what he's going saying but we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it yeah um, that's just the way it goes that's that's just scary i'm sorry is it is it any wonder why among those refusing and fighting the mandates our medical people, right? Our doctors, our nurses—they understand that these vaccines are unproven. They were rushed in because the world was scared to death of COVID nineteen, so they were pushed through. But now we're nineteen, eighteen months into this. Let's step back and do some more research on this before we start telling people. You are going to take this vaccine or you're not going to have a job. Yeah. Check me if I'm wrong, but this is unprecedented in this country. Well, I can't, I just can't remember a time. Well, and and here's, here's the issue is that this novel coronavirus, coronavirus has been around, but this was a new strain, I guess, is the way to put it. However, it was created, um, you know, that's an argument for a different day. This, this really is a whole new situation, and I, I frankly don't like the way the powers that be have used this situation. Now, listen, we can have arguments about adults and the safety of the vaccine, okay? That, to me, is a whole different issue than saying we want kids to have it. Boys. I'm just, I'm just going to say I wouldn't give it to my kid. I, I don't. My kids are grown. Yeah. They do whatever they want. I wouldn't give it to my kid. My kids, just aren't get, my kids aren't guinea pigs. Yeah. It certainly is a, parent, a parental issue. Yeah. Parent, parents should decide. All right, folks. Hope we uh, 
hope you're perked up Cheered after up. this show. <laughs> now, listen, we understand a lot of grim things going, but you have to know what's going on. You have to be prepared to make your arguments, make your case. And that's what we do here is to inform and equip and get you active. Run for your school board. Yeah. Anyway, more great programming directly ahead on American Family Association, American Family Radio. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.